Hello and welcome to Rollbound. My name is Chas and I am the DM for this wonderful group. We're going to go down the list and everyone introduce themselves. Starting off with Groove. Introduce yourself. Hello. I am Groove and I am bound to the role of Chrono Harris Mobius. Alrighty, and Allie. Hello, I am Allie. I am bound to the role of Charybdis Mobius. Alrighty, Minnow. Hello, my name is Minnow. I am bound to the role of Lady Reverie. Awesome, awesome. Mickey. Hi, I'm Mickey, and I'm bound to the role of Maria. And last but never least, Joey. My name is Joey, and I am bound to the role of Winfrey McNeil. Uh, one moment. Ramirez is going to cast Shape Water, and sheath his hand in it. And uh, as hard as he can, he's going to fucking slap the mark. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think I think that causes... Um, I mean, it's water, so... I don't think it does anything to the mark specifically. Uh, it does seem to, like, cool it down, because, uh, once again, it is hot to the touch. Um, and Charybdis and Reverie would now see that the mark has extended itself. So before it was just on the inside of Charybdis' wrist, it now stretches across the entire uh, line of the wrist. Mm. <clears throat> Reverie, can you hold her arm down? Um, yes, I'm also going to... I will do that. I will also drop Concentration on Bless, and I will instead cast Protection from Evil and Good. Um, <laughs> on Arimd. I feel so bad right now. That's fine. Even if it doesn't no. work. Don't waste your resources. Uh, it's going I to do pull out. <laughs> that uh, Frost Powder from before and uh, combining it with the shape water he is going to uh, slather it and freeze it on crypticus and usually it goes away after some time but I've found this can accelerate the recovery process if only slightly and I'm sorry you said it was what? it was some kind of what was it? a pinch of the frost powder from those bandits in okay. shape water and frozen onto Crypticus's arm. Yeah, definitely um, with with Chrono Harris, I think after a brief moment he realizes that uh, the powder seems to cling to the lines of the marking itself uh, almost as if it is almost as if, it, as if it is gravitationally attracted to that point. Alright, um, based on his knowledge, what does he think is the fix here? Um, he has gates uh, to the arm and ice, essentially. Yeah, last time... I think last time Colonel Harris saw this happen was when they were, like, kids, and Charybdis' powers first started to develop. That's when the mark showed up originally, um, and she was passed out for probably a couple hours, and nobody could figure out what the hell was going on. Uh, until weird arcane shit started happening around her. Um, so I guess based on that, Chrono Harris would probably come to the conclusion that whatever the result of this is, uh, it will 
it will end in Charybdis having uh, a better extent of her arcane abilities. Okay. Yeah, he sighs deeply and says, uh, keep the cart going, I'll keep putting water on the arm. Alright. Um, seeing that you're pretty calm, um, and that you seem well in hand, um, Lady Reverie will, at this point, uh, do that thing where, like, you kind of, uh, where she, like, pushes the hair out of Charybdis's eyes, um, and just sort of, like, pats her on the cheek again. Uh, and you know what? Just for the fuck of it, I'm gonna give you four more hit points using Lay on Hands. Jesus and see Christ if I can get no. another one of those, another one of those visions, por favor. Um... You know what? Just because... I, I think what happens at this point is, um... This causes another flash, and then the cart itself seems to just reach out uh, and attempt to bind Reverie and Chrono Harris. Um, I'm gonna need a, uh, I'm gonna need deck saves from both of y'all. So, what does this look like? Uh, it looks like the cart itself is stretching into a web-like <laughs> material and trying to bind both of you. No, oh, like it do. <clears throat> That's a six. That's a twelve, somehow. Okay, both of you are restrained by a web of cart material. Oh, we just <laughs> bought this damn cart. <laughs> Chrono Harris, what's wrong with her? <sighs> you fucked with her, apparently. Apparently? Note that when what does that mean, is though? watching all of this. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Winfrey's got popcorn. Is it bigger than 20 feet? Uh, She's like no, trying to figure not. out how to get the breakfast out of the thing. Okay, I, I think at this point Winfrey uh, also has webbing uh, try and attach to her because it fills a 20-foot cube. <laughs> so I'm gonna need a deck save from you too, Winfrey. <sighs> Damn. 14. That just barely succeeds. <laughs> get the fuck off me, leg! Like. I'm trying to have my breakfast here. <laughs> my nose. Uh, like... <laughs> speaks for a moment, and uh, has the cart transformed to this, or does it seem to have sprouted from the cart? Um, it's hard to tell, but it does look like this is just uh, arcane material that has sprouted from the cart itself. We go off of yes, and. Uh, with his hand restrained, he seems to be uh, writing something down. You can press the digitation to leave like a a uh, remaining after image after his finger strides. Does anyone have a torch? No, oh, wait, yes. And Cordaris uh, will pull it out and uh, set it alight. And uh, I think as Chrono Harris goes to set it alight, uh, Charybdis, like, <laughs> gasps and wakes up, and all the webbing just clears out. <sighs> Here we go. What happened? Why is the cart stopped? Continue. You hear Serena's voice from outside the cart. Is everything alright in there? Yes, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> can I look back at, uh, at Winfrey and say, Winfrey, would you mind going to let Maria know that it's fine, and would you please sit up there with her so she's not alone? Oh, you could have not asked me a better question. Of course I will, lass. 
and I'm gonna go up to the front of the cart. <laughs> I'm gonna look over at Maria, and I'm gonna say, "Just keep fucking going. Don't stop if they ask you to. It's all good back there." Oh, thank God it's you. Okay. Um, then. You want some toast? I was able to grab it out of this thing here. I finally figured it out. I think. You know what, Joey? Uh, Winfrey, make me an Arcana check. No, 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 no. I don't think I'll be doing that. That's a nat 20 for a 23. <laughs> yeah, so Winfrey, you've heard of these objects before. They're very, like, common. It's basically like a... Not even a pocket dimension. It's basically like a type of food preservation that's usually used by fancy places. You light the tip of it on fire and... It opens to let something out, but since you've been fucking with it so much, the warmth from you fucking with it is what's been letting you take out one item at a time. Yo, this shit's a fucking to-go box of holding. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it literally looks like a flower and feels like a flower before it buds, but just like you've been fucking with the tip of it, like there's no fucking shit in here in a singular piece of toast comes out. You're like, ah, I figured it out. That's stupid. It only lets out shit one at a time. But eventually you think, you think, oh, well, if I was fucking with it, now it's all warm. What if I set it on fire? Yeah, for sure. Psh, get wrecked, nerd. Stupid idiot. Figured you out, dummy. <laughs> yeah, so Winfrey has figured out the mystery of to-go flower box. Winfrey yelling at magic items is my new favorite thing. <laughs> Fuck you, bag. <laughs> you ain't shit. Bag idiot. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm currently in the back, still holding onto your hand, making sure you're okay, but still also, like, have taken a step to the side so Corona Heroes can be a bit more present in your field of view, but still close by. <laughs> Corona Heroes will uh, slap your hand away. What are you doing? Stop. Uh, ignores you, looks down to you, yeah, you, ignores you, looks down to Charybdis, says, Darling, are you alright? <laughs> Corona Harris makes himself unignorable. <laughs> Just continues slapping my hand. Just whack, 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 whack. Like a fucking cat. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, as you're slapping her hand, um, her fists are super calloused. That's <laughs> wild. <laughs> Harris just, like, pulls his hand away and kind of shakes it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Seems like she punches <laughs> things a lot. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So many things. All the punches. <clears throat> Every. Sure. <clears throat> strange gorilla hand off of her. <laughs> Rude. Brother, I still have not heard anything from Charybdis, so I say, I... Charybdis, are you okay? Charybdis, like, keeps opening her mouth to speak, and then, like, shit keeps happening, and so she's just, like, looking back and forth between the two of you. Um, and she finally just says, Oh, I... my arm hurts. Other than that, I think I'm okay. What happened? You had another incident. Everyone's okay. Nobody's hurt. Ah, and, right. Yeah, he will essentially describe the turn of events which just occurred. Ah, I see. I was having really strange... I don't know, it felt like a dream, but... Um... Hmm. 
And then Charybdis is going to try channeling a ray of frost and then just kind of like look down at her hand as she realizes realizes it's not working and says I seem to have lost some of my powers but gained other ones hmm uh, when you pull your hand away to to try and cast Ray of Frost that is when Lady Reverie's not really holding on to it but once you move your hand away she doesn't resist and lets it go <clears throat> you said you had strange dreams. Another one. Quinnax <clears throat> turns to a an empty place in a spell book, where it seems like there are earlier dreams uh, scribbled above. What did you see this time? I saw Soros, and then she was saying something, but I couldn't hear her. I just saw her mouth moving. And then I saw two people I didn't recognize. They seemed to be arguing over something. It's a flash of energy and some destructive magic appeared in the room. I couldn't make sense of it. And the dream ended there? I then saw one of their faces. A, a woman raven black hair seemed to lock eyes with me as if I was there in the room with them and then I woke up hmm cryptic as always um lady reverie just like sits there and nods and seems to be waiting for you to continue um and she says, and anything about a sea of stars or flames? Charybdis looks like she's really concentrating for a second and says, Yes, but those are normal. I have those every right. time I sleep. For every nods, um, just like uh, weirdly understanding of what you're going through. Um, and... Uh, at this point, um, does Charybdis look, like, better? As opposed to, I mean, obviously she's not screaming in pain anymore, but does she look, like, well? Um, I think for the most part, she just looks a little bit drained. Uh, but you do notice, Reverie, that the brass streaks that Charybdis has in her hair have also grown in length. So you have some strands of hair that are longer than others? Um, it's not that they're longer. They were there before, but they just, they didn't reach to the tips of her hair, and now they do. Ah, gotcha. Um. Uh, and also, I think, um, I think Reverie would catch on to the fact that, um, because I imagine a little bit of lights coming into the cart as well. Oh, yeah. Um. As light hits the streaks, they seem to be reflective, and um, after uh, after some brief examination, Reverie could determine that those brass streaks are actually like metallic. Oh, neat! She reaches, she holds out a hand, and says, "May I? There's something I just want to check." Oh, uh, 
go ahead. Uh, and we'll reach up and feel the one of the brass streaks. Does yeah. it feel like hair, or does it feel like brass, like a brass yeah. wire? It does feel like brass wire. It is malleable. It is a softer metal, obviously, and Reverie's, you know, on the stronger side. Um, sure. So she can move them, but yeah, they are they are metallic in nature. Huh. Well, darling, I'm sorry to say it's going to be harder to do your hair up every day, but you won't need a hair tie anymore. Built in. I appreciate that. Thank you. When did this first start? <clears throat> uh, huh. Harris gives a group just a look. Uh, as if to say not to share too much. And turns and says, More importantly, how did you know about a sea of stars? And he seems to have a frighteningly dark expression now, one that is perceptible. Um, I look back and I say, well, while she was suffering, I tried a few things to ease the suffering, and it didn't work, but I did get flashes of things. I saw those two people, but distorted, and I saw that strange energy that seemed to be warping the room, but that was about it. Then I saw the flames on the horizon and a sea of stars, and then it felt like my bones were breaking for a minute, which has happened before, and you know, it doesn't really get a lot better, but it wasn't that bad. Um, and also then, uh, the, you know, cart turned into web. Which isn't a sentence I thought I would say. But here we are. Hmm. I appreciate the, you um, looking out for me, Reverie. That's what I'm here for. Are you feeling better now? Does it still hurt anywhere? I can't do much for it, apparently, for fear of potentially turning the cart into a dinosaur, so... To, to be honest, it always hurts a little bit, but it's back to a manageable level. Well, if there's anything I can do, you let me know, and I will keep an eye out in the meantime, okay? You're lucky you have such a good brother here who knew what to do right away. And I look over to Corona Harris and smile at his dark fucking expression. It helps that we've had this sort of issue before. Well, he still thought very quickly. Seems to be a specialty. The, um... The, the welling ball of magic accruing in his hand disperses. And he turns and will ask to trade with Winfrey. What? 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 Let me sit there again. I think it's best if we just keep our current seating arrangements. I need to learn how to drive the cart. I don't think you're going to learn much from me. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's fine. It's fine, Cartagiris. Um, Lady Reverie will get out of the cart and will walk. No, it's fine. And Corneris He's already gone. Uh, sit on top of the cart and look down so they can share vision. <laughs> uh, Serena looks at Reverie and goes, Are you going to be alright walking? Yeah, I'll be fine. I got a strong leg. And the other one is near unbreakable. As long as you don't let it on fire. Oh. But I think that's true for most people. Mischievous thinking. I... This is going to sound... Winfrey takes notes. Very... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is going to sound very weird and uncomfortable, but... 
At least one person can use me as mode of transportation if you feel yourself getting tired. I oh, guess, it's fine. I I, I'll keep it in mind, though. The, uh, the pros of having four legs and being half a very sturdy animal. Yeah, I remember that uh, way back in the day. It was great. But no, trust me, it's fine for now. You can continue walking. I'm much more interested in you, and I want to... I'll, I'll transition the conversation to um, talking about her, her estate, um, anything sort of in the guise at first of being like, oh, where are you? Like, tell us more about Rarendell or like what you remember, but like much more just trying to get to know her um, than anything else. Yeah, a lot of the answer you get would be like, I don't really remember. I All I remember is from the diary that she showed yeah, yesterday. I, I don't think that she, to be clear, she doesn't like try and be like, Tell me about your past. She's much more like, hey, since you woke up, what have things been like? What do you enjoy? What do you dislike? Um, just wanting to get to know know her better. But not trying to be like, tell me about your childhood, because that seems traumatizing to a person who can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Serena would kind of be like, you know, it's very weird having to rediscover the intricacies of who I am. I found out yesterday that I like broccoli. Oh, I love broccoli. I didn't know I liked broccoli before. Maybe I did when I remembered who I was. Well, I think that maybe what we need to do is try literally everything. And so we can figure it out piece by piece. And more importantly, maybe you decide that you like new things. Maybe. Though, it troubles me, Reverie. And she kind of, like, looks up to nothing in particular, like she's looking at the sky, and she just goes, What if I gain my memories and I'm not the same? Ooh. Do I, do I stay as I am, who I become, or do I go back? Who's the more true version of me, the person I don't remember, or the person who I'm becoming? Uh, Reverie. Not expecting this turn of, of events, um, gets a very distant look in her eyes, but smiles all the same, and says, I think what matters most is who you are right now, and maybe you'll get your memories back, and you'll feel differently, and what'll matter then is who you are then. But there's not much to be gained by thinking about what could be, or what might be. Much better to think about what is. I guess you're right. I guess it's I just am. Currently... I'm very smart. <laughs> I guess the most troubling thing is what is is very mysterious. Mm, can't relate. Sometimes couldn't, couldn't know that at all. She says with a big sarcastic smile. <laughs> You're very sweet, Reverie. A little mysterious, but very sweet. Oh, I'm an open book. You can ask me anything. If I remember, I'll tell you. Well, I just hope I don't become a hindrance on a lot of you. You're not going to become a hindrance. You can carry us when we get tired. You just said. <laughs> I'm the only I'm the only other person that can do that, and I could probably only pull it with Winfrey with one arm. She's very weak. Rude. <laughs> You're very wee. That's not a very polite thing to imply. Is the, uh, is Charybdis alright? She'll be fine. Alright. 
sweet of you to ask, though. Um, and before we do a whole ass, like, hour-long conversation, um, that's, that's basically just the gist of what Lady Reverie's going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so after about another, from that point, another about hour and a half of walking, you do come to the edges of the city. Uh, however, uh, right around at the, uh, exit, there is a commotion going on. Uh, right around where the exit is. Because, again, the city doesn't have walls, but there are obvious, like, things in place to have a certain exit and entrance. Um, and near this sort of opening from the city, there is, I wouldn't, about a smaller group of people, uh, arguing with the guard. Troopness, there's trouble up ahead. Uh, is looking through Dr. Agartha's eyes. Um, I think Charybdis would get out of the cart and start approaching. Maria, join her. Why do I gotta do it? <laughs> For real? <laughs> you know how to talk. I, I know how to... <sighs> okay, um, she's gonna hand the reins over to Win- uh, yeah, Winfrey and then get out and follow Charybdis. Yeah, Charybdis will, uh, We'll approach to see what the hell's going on. Yeah, so when you make it to the sort of exit, there's about five individuals standing near the guard. There's one of them that seems to be doing most of the talking. Uh, he's wearing a blue, what looks to be like a more stylized version of a soldier's, like a soldier's or like prince's outfit. You know, the thing where they have the shoulder pads that go down into those little ribbony, I don't know what the fuck they're called. Tassels? Yeah. Thank you. I could not remember that word. Um, but it, the chest is open, revealing tassels. revealing his chest. Um, and he has a kind of short, slightly swept back. He has bangs, but they're not in his face. They're pushed a little back. And he is... He's, like, rather tall. He's rather stereotypically handsome. Um, and he has a very pretty rapier on his hip and he has black hair that has um he has a one earring dangling down from his ear that you can see uh that it looks like a claw hanging down and he's sitting there arguing with the guard and he's like we're not suspicious at all we literally just got here and one of the guards is like, yes, but one of your friends is dressed like a bandit. And he goes, I swear on all of our lives, because I don't care about most of the people here, that we found it on our way here. She thought it looked cool. She is not a bandit. She's just a bitch. I promise. What seems to be going on here, constable? But what? Though this doesn't concern you. And then he, like, immediately goes back to trying to argue with the bo- uh, the guard. Cryptus was talking to the guard. Oh, I thought you were talking to the guy. Sorry, my bad. Is his name Constable? Fucking no. Is the guard's name Constable? <laughs> well, the Constable is a title. I know. Con- yeah. <laughs> the guy just replied- The just magic conch. Because he heard someone talking, but the guard, like, hushes him and goes, This doesn't concern you, citizen. We're just having a conversation. And they're, like, standing in the road, yeah? Yeah. Actually, it does kind of concern me, because you're blocking my travel. You'll have to wait, then. And he looks back at the man, and the man just goes, Yeah, you wait, then. 
Screw you! Now you're now you're inconveniencing other people's lives, including mine. Mine being the one you're inconveniencing the most. The other guard goes, keep talking like that and you'll be in cuffs. You'll be in cuffs. Screw you! You can't prove that she's a bandit. What's this about bandits? <sighs> My little friend here, which like, uh, he like taps the shoulder of another person kind of in his group and she walks up and she has like long white hair and a very long braid that goes basically almost to the back of her knees and she is wearing uh, leather armor, has a hood up, but you can still see her hair because she has it kind of pulled forward and she is wearing a bandana that the Ash Bandits wore, but otherwise is nowhere near dressed like them. Is she armed? Yeah, she has a bow on her back and a dagger on her hip. Um... Can I make an insight check on her to see how... I guess proficient she is in like fighting abilities. Like, yeah. does does she seem like a bandit? Yeah. Fuck, that's terrible. I'm gonna use my other party thing that we got at the start of the campaign to re-roll up. Yep, go right ahead. Okay, that is much better. Sixteen. Yeah, you you look at this girl up and down, and like she is for sure, since you've seen the bandits wearing one of their bandanas around her mouth but for one she doesn't have the markings over her eyes but you can tell that this woman is uh to give a little hint roguish in character but based on the fact that you've met the bandits she doesn't carry herself like one of them uh Charybdis at this point looks at the guard and says you're mistaken she's not a bandit she doesn't use their war paint. She doesn't stand in the same posture, and... Given her obvious aptitude, I imagine that if she was abandoned, and she didn't want you to know she was here, that you simply wouldn't know. That's what I've been saying! I've been trying to tell them for the last 20 bloody minutes! Fucking pigs. I think it would be best to let them go now, officer. The guard, like, looks at the group, and the guy that was really talking to him kind of puts his hand on his hips like, Hmm. See? Told you. Unless... You want to escalate this, in which case, I'm sure your captain would be... Somewhat distraught to find out that you've been harassing innocent civilians for no reason. You know, Kryptus, make me a persuasion check. I'm good at those. Fourteen. I'm good at those. Yeah, the guard like looks at you and he like goes to argue, but then looks at like how very obviously uh socially outnumbered he is and just goes, I go on through. And the guy goes, ha 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 fuck you. <laughs> walks off, like walks forward to the gate and he goes Come, friends! We're finally here! And, uh, the girl approaches you, Charybdis, and she goes, Boy, what's your name? My name is Charybdis. And yours? My name's Bridget. A pleasure, Bridget. I hope that for the rest of your stay here in Firefall, that you are not 
harassed in this manner again. Well, I'm going to take this blade thing off. And she takes off the fucking uh, bandana and goes, If I had known that this little piece of shite was going to give me this much goddamn trouble, I would have just not worn it. It does look good on you, though. No. Oh. And uh, her very pointy ears droop and she gets all embarrassed and then walks back up to the other dude and goes, Boy, these people are cheeky. <laughs> Crypto just kind of giggles to herself and says, there, that's settled. May I pass now? She says to the guard. Go right ahead. She uh, loads back uh, onto the cart. But as she uh, turns, did Maria ever actually like go with her? Yeah, Maria's just been standing there. Charybdis <laughs> just turns to Maria, gives her a pat on the shoulder, and says, "Thank you, Maria. You were an excellent help. Let's go." No, yeah, don't touch me, please. <coughs> Right. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the uh, the original guy uh, waves and he goes, "Thanks for helping one of the most legendary explore exploration groups in all of Viron." And the the Bridget she goes, "Oh yeah, well stated. You really got that one out of there, didn't you?" Oh shut up. And uh, what group might that be? We are the Murder of Crows. We did not agree on that name. Well, I did. And he, like, literally puts his elbow on her head because she is miles shorter than him. Charybdis just blinks twice and says, Never heard of you. And then gets in the cart. You hear the cackling and just, Oh, shut up! <laughs> uh, and then as Charybdis uh, loads into the cart, she looks to uh, Chrono Harris and says, We should have a group name. Yep. Sounds like it'd make us easier to identify. What? I oh, make. And also give us some more fearsome reputation? No. Thus making people less inclined to mess with us? <sighs> You're welcome to name the group if you'd like. Make sure there's at least 40 names, though. I will <laughs> do one of those things. Turns to Winfrey. Hey, Winfrey, what do you think we should name our group? I am the last person you should be asking that to. Maria, what do you think we should name our group? Um, I really don't care. The sister, how about you let a name evolve organically? I'd prefer not to waste time on it now. It's not really wasting time. We're already moving and we have absolutely nothing better to do. Reverie, what do you think the group name should be? Oh, no. <laughs> Reverie's talking to Lady Serena and not paying attention. <laughs> she was watching while you two were up there to see if anything went down, but then when you came back and things started moving, she went back to talking to Lady Serena, so she's not paying attention. Again, I'm sure a name will come up eventually. At least I hope it won't. Charybdis just kind of shrugs and says, I will give it some more thought. Perfect. Yeah, Chris is going to go back to doing uh, cart by numbers and watch Maria. Charybdis is going to take out her journal and just start writing down <laughs> potential group names. <laughs> We're going. 
And you are now on the... Out in the open wilderness. Da -da 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 -da. Took you almost ten hours to get out of the city. Damn. Took about like eight. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I lost that, a lot. Does that count as like gravel time? Because that we would need to consider whether we're gonna nest down now. Uh, you have probably a good like two hours before you need to start thinking about it. Would we rather sleep behind the city walls before going out, or we're already out here, so, you know, for another two hours? It's pretty early in the day. I think we're fine. Okay. Okay. So we left... Go ahead. I was, saying, I was thinking out loud. We left at um, like, seven in the morning, right? Six-ish. So, six-ish? Oh, damn. Um, so, with the extended day, we're at, like, 1 p.m. Yeah, you have a... You have a lot of day ahead of you. Yeah, it feels like we've already gone so far. You made it out the other end of a city. It's a big city. Hell yeah. Okay. Firefall is enormous. Um. So for now, nothing happens. But uh, after about the another two hour marks, I would like la di everybody to make me. Unless you choose to take a break, I would need Constitution saving throw. I don't know why that took a lot out of me to say. <laughs> <laughs> I could not get that combination of words out. I was like, like you were taking a step up a stair with every consonant. So we need to roll con saves. Is in my understanding that right? Yeah. If you decide not to take a break at the ten hour mark, then yes. Fuck it. I'll roll that. I'll take. If we take a break, can we keep going after? That is over a twenty. Yeah. So if you decide to keep trekking on for as long as possible, I'll need con saves. If y'all at the ten hour mark decide to take a break. Because you can choose to short or long rest whenever y'all want. You are beings of free will. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you pers if you decide to go past the 10-hour mark, then I will need con saves. But no, if we take a short rest, we can keep traveling after in the same day. Yeah. Oh, why don't we just take a short rest? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean like, I assume that we were resting anyway. It's 10 hours is a fucking long time to be moving. We're not taking a short rest because all of us rolled so well on our cones. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I was about to say, y'all can just keep going. Right. That, like, that was, it was totally optional. Kind of like uh, when we did your group, you know, there was like, there were some times where we didn't take a break purely because we got such good con sure, saves. Same. Sure. I mean, I usually tried to do that before. <laughs> um, <laughs> in this situation, yeah, so, uh, Reverie looks over and is like, alright, yeah, everyone wants to keep going? Okay, that's fine, I can keep going. Um, and continues hobbling forward. Um, kind of puffs a little bit, um, but keeps it to herself as best she can. Would you, uh, would you do oh. con save? Okay, uh, chrono shift, we roll that. Alright. Uh, worse. Oh no. So, all of a sudden the t time reaches out and changes the thing, <laughs> and she trips and falls, and then stands up again, is like, I'm fine, I'm fine, and is tired, but is okay. Alright. Yeah, I thought we go for another... 
hour and take a break. But uh, uh, I wouldn't forget. But if EMI gets, I'm going to let you know right now. It's an 18. EMI, I assume I get a level of exhaustion. You do, yes. Okay, that's fine. She doesn't let it show. She just keeps going like, Phew, lovely day out. <sighs> Serena turns and she like she like oh, pulled something this morning when she was doing her squats and it's now starting to like kick up a little bit. Ah. <laughs> Serena turns around and goes, Reverie. Hmm. Do you need assistance? Oh no, I'm fine. Let's keep going. It's a beautiful day. Nice to get the fresh air after being in a city. Uh you know, there's not many people that say that they adventured while atop a lion. I'm sure. It's fine, we'll keep going. I'll tell you, I'll keep your offer in mind. Come on. And I pat her on the shoulder and make an effort to walk a step ahead of her to show how very okay I am. Now, here's, <laughs> here's my question. Because even if we're fine, we do have animals pulling this cart. So, do we have to stop? I mean, for, you know, the animals. Yeah, the, and also, like, if have you ever gone on a 10-hour road trip and not gotten outside? Or, like, not stopped? Alright, how about this? DM, can you give us, like, a metric on how much longer we can travel before needing to chill out? Before needing to, like... With how good your con says, right, you probably can go for another six to eight hours. Jesus. Okay, so we can go for another six hours and take a long rest. However... Uh, Maria, or anyone who's in the front of the cart, make me a perception check. Colonel Harris, since you have your familiar out, if you still do, you can also make that check through your familiar. 13. Uh, I'm looking through their vision. May I make the check? Yeah, go right ahead. Okay. I got a 7. Uh, put your, uh, put your results in rolls real hey, quick. Hey, since I'm kind of, like, peeking my head out to the front, can I roll too? Yeah, I mean, I just realized co almost everyone can make this roll if they so desire. Cause Lady Rever, Lady Rever is too busy humming to herself, lost in her own world. Y'all ready for this? Uh, classic Lady Reverie. <laughs> All right. Oh, what's that? <laughs> uh, Winfrey, what was yours? Thirteen. Thank you. Uh, so, Chrono Harris, Winfrey, and Charybdis. Um, as you're sort of traversing through the uh, the woods, um, it's getting a little colder since you're again making haste to license. Um, you hear a very weird, like, whistling. Like, uh, like, air going through a tube and, like, that weird kind of, not screechy, but that weird sort of noise of what happens when wind travels through a tube or plastic or something like that. I'm trying to just make the illusion of what the noise is. Um, uh, so it's a whistle. Well, whistle, I don't know. I hear those things differently, but either way. Um, and you'll... Charybdis, you will specifically notice that there is a very, not quite in your path, but almost a very weirdly placed cabin up ahead. Um, Charybdis has read any children's storybook ever. 
um, and will inform the party of this cabin, but recommend we stay away from it. Um, and so you tell the party about this? Yeah. Uh, just, she'll say, I see a cabin up ahead, but I tend not to trust strange cabins on the side of the road. Also, I heard a strange whistle or something. How far out from we before time we're going to have to rest? Uh, from this point, about two hours. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, Colonel Harris uh, will ask Dr. Agartha to take a look. She will stop the cart for a moment. And uh, he's going to look through familiar's vision and have them look into the cabin. Uh, it looks empty. But again, as Dr. Agartha gets closer, that noise gets, I guess, a little more distorted as you get closer. Let's see. And we're going to have to pass this cabin to proceed? Yes. Uh, he will de-Gartha de vision. And does his detect magic pick anything up? Uh, yes. There is definitely something magical about the cabin that you are passing by. Okay, and uh, what type of magic would that be? It may just be like general magic. Yeah, it just... It's not like you can pinpoint exactly what it is, it's just magical in nature. Okay. Got it. Basically, something is definitely in this. I trust it even less now. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> Hmm. How about we try and pass it by? Dr. Agartha made it. Okay. And nobody has any objections. I guess we'll try and breeze past. <laughs> we'll give this cabin a wide berth. <laughs> a radius. But guys, what if a little old lady comes out and says that she has food ready for us and that we're allowed then to stay there for the night to west our very <laughs> bones? We instantly <laughs> true, true. It's actually it's actually a very nice gnomish lady named Moss, and y'all are being <laughs> absolute dicks right now. Yeah, I think we're just gonna skirt skirt. You Hope nothing by? happens. Yeah, as you as you get closer to past it, it feels like it's getting closer to you. I hate that. And, like, it almost seems like when you pass it, you made an active attempt to not, to, you know, to not be anywhere near it when you pass it. But when you pass it, it's almost like you're walking right by the front steps. Nope. Hmm. And as you're getting close to it, that whistling just gets louder and louder, and you just hear... 
as you passed it. We hear what? Just weird. Sure that up. Just weird, like, but like softer whispering. I wouldn't say like person whispers, but just like as if the wind was going fast, but it was broken up. So, but in whooshy blowing noises. I don't feel like blowing uh, into my mic, but I don't want to give you all that headache. Yeah. Hey, uh, church is out. How about you two get back on the cart? Are you speaking to Reverie and the Lion Lady? Yes. Um, can the cart support Lion Lady? She did it not try. It be a tight fit. Yeah, she said it would be I feel a tight like it, fit. Yeah. It would be inconvenient. Um, tell you what, I will look over to Lady Serena and say, how fast can you run if you had, say, a tiefling on your back? Could you keep up with these horses? Yeah. Great. For right now, just because it'll make things easier, uh, I will climb up onto her back, and I'll look over to Charybdis and give him a, give him like a big smile and a wink. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Cronaris doesn't know why you're looking at his sister, but okay. What did I say, Charybdis? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Already confusing the twins. Stop Session four. Shit. I look at one of the fucking dumbass rich kids. <laughs> it finally happened. Someone finally got their names wrong. Finally. <laughs> right, let's keep it's going. It's over. It's over. We can all go home now. Oh no, I broke the seal. <laughs> I'm Chrono. Uh, he's Kara. Um. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Who's sitting near the back most of the cart? Producing Chrono Harris, I imagine. Chrono Harris, make me a perception check. So, can I have my familiar make that check too? Because I never said the talk move. Yeah, you sure? Sick. I, okay. Oh shit. That is a natural 20 for a total of 23. Uh, uh, well, I got a. I got a 12. Yeah, um. Silvery barbs, we roll. <laughs> Oh, fuck off. Um, Colonel Harris, as you're all sort of passing by this cabin, when you see Serena start to run, because uh, I'm, you know, stopping to let Reverie on would have made her fall the slightest bit behind, you see, as if it came out of the door of the cabin, this hand reach out as if to grab Serena, but obviously it misses, and then... You see this ghostly gray hand fall to the ground, and then, as if it's attached to one of those, like, sticky hands, just slowly slide its way back into the house, <laughs> as if y'all narrowly just dodged something happening. Hmm. Well, it's not his business. He will say, uh, you know, he will bring this to attention and tell Serena to speed up. Serena just, oh shit, and just runs a little, like, a little faster to be at, uh, in line with the cat, not the cat, but the cart, and then, you know, be a little normal. Karib just, like, slaps the side of the canvas of the cart and says, I knew it! <laughs> but I'm assuming you finished the last two hours of your trek? Yes. No, no mini death house. Uh, side quests today, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, like, because it's already passed, I rolled 
a, a seven for that thing to grab either Reverie or Serena. But like, imagine what would have happened if I had rolled high. <laughs> it's yeah. fine, guys. I can totally take her. <laughs> <laughs> right, sure. They're like, oh, we yeah. lost. We lost Reverie. I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye Nobody forever. I'm okay with this. No, it'd be terrible. Uh, yeah, so I guess we will nest down after that. Duncan for a long rest. Yeah, and when you stop, you see, like, just over the horizon that it is starting to get snowy up ahead. Like, now there's, like, a little bit of snow on the ground, but it's obviously not sticking. Damn, even snows in the summer. Y'all home sucks. Oh, yeah, license <laughs> is, uh... Y'all home sucks. <laughs> Y'all home sucks. Would Reverie say that out loud? Or something? No, similar? of course not. She thinks it's amazing. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, snow in the summer? Fuck me sideways. Um, <laughs> also we worth also. noting, once we, once everyone it's like, okay, we can slow down now, we're past the danger, Lady Reverie would have gotten off Serena. Just, just to make that clear. <laughs> oh yeah, danger's over, and then y'all just keep fucking booking. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, Serena goes, uh, you know, I I can't quite shake the feeling that something really awful almost happened back there. As I think it was oh, fun. really? What tipped you off on that one? And As our sister used to say, best not to think about it. Huh. Mm. is just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Colonel Harris, you literally saw it looked like a fucking snake. With a hand at the end of it that was made out of yeah. yucky gray uh, shadow. I hate that. Let's set up camp and rest quickly. We need to get out of here. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess we'll set up for the night. Um, who wants to take first, second, third watch? Chrono Harris. Uh, has detect magic, so he is going to take second watch. Blah blah blah. Reverie can detect stuff and has exhaustion, so yeah, they can take third, I guess. When free can take first, sound good. Going once, going twice. And Maria is also staying awake because Maria can only only has to sleep for four hours. Yeah, I figured I would yeah. take the last. Uh, two or three watches, so... If you take three and four, I'll help you during three. Okay. <laughs> now you have to interact with Reverie. <laughs> Damn, got him. <laughs> got Fucking him. genius, outplayed. <laughs> You're just the better player. Everyone I've else won D&D, everyone. Everyone else <laughs> ripped your character sheets. Robot is over. Um. <laughs> got him. Got him. Alright. So, first watch was Winfrey? Yes. <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh. Good. <laughs> Alright, goodnight, bitches. I win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, uh... The night is very still. 
You know, you hear, you know, there's a slight breeze and that's carrying a little bit of snow drifting off from the weather that's up ahead. Um, but it is immediately, it's almost immediately melted. Uh, it's, it's, it's very quiet. It's eerily quiet. But for, for Winfrey, your watch goes on uneventfully. And I could not be happier about that. So then... Second watch is Chrono Harris, right? Chrono Bobos, yes. <laughs> he is going to set up Detect Magic, and then an Unseen Servant, and the Unseen Servant is going to be circling around the uh, camp with a bag of ball bearings. I think if anything bumps into it, and he'll be... Uh, <laughs> Frighteningly, um, looking around with detect magic at every like break of the branch and bird noise. Yeah, and again, Colonel Harris, it is eerily quiet. I mean, you don't even see any night roaming wildlife. You barely hear the wind brushing through the trees or the bushes or the shrubs, whatever. It is deathly quiet but mm. for your watch nothing happens alright Dr. Agartha doesn't see anything nope good he wakes up Winfrey and or not Winfrey wakes up Lady Reverie and we'll go back to bed let's say when you wake up uh, Lady Reverie um she jumps up and reaches with her right hand and says, I'll rip your fucking arm off. Hi, Chrono Harris. Is what? it morning? No. Is it morning? Oh. Okay. What was that about ripping my arm off? When? Just now. I don't think I would say something like that. That sounds rude. No, you certainly did. I'll take your word for it, buddy. Sorry about that. She gets up. Puts on her armor. Or starts putting on her armor. <laughs> okay. Yeah, alright. Uh, and Cornelius gives a general task to the servant to keep circling the camp with the ball bearings. And we'll go to bed. Yeah, so, uh... Reverie. Mm-hmm. And did it, was it actually fall through that both Maria and Reverie would be watching at the same time? Was that like a legit yes. thing? Okay. Yeah. Can I make? Can I have both of you roll perception checks for me? Oh, good. Okay, so Reverie, you're just sitting there having a grand old time. Well, I think I think what happens, if I may, is that I'm sitting there trying to get Maria to talk, but not pestering her in like, "Hey, tell me about yourself." Just like bringing up things like the air's nice here, I like snow and just like whatever. But I think like an hour in, um, Maria, you feel a thud on your shoulder, and you look over, and Lady Reverie has fallen asleep on you. <laughs> of course, she snores. She's a mouth snore. Ew. I know. <laughs> So, Maria, mm -hmm. 
you are on your watch, you start to, you see like a, like out ahead of the camp, not really near the camp, but like you can see it from where you are. Uh, there's like an elk, like just kind of chilling. There's a few other with it, just sort of walking around. And you're like, all right, if this, if the animals are the only thing I'm going to see tonight, then it should be fun. And you see that elk is there. You hear a, and then the elk's gone. What do I hear? You hear like a, and then you see just a shadow converge onto the elk. And then the elk is gone. Oh, shit. There is a singular antler left over. Okay, I think I'm gonna try to put off the fire as fast as I can. Alright. I'm not gonna stop you from doing that. I don't think you need to do anything to put out a fire. When you um, when you move away, Lady Reverie, who is on your shoulder, slams her face into the ground and wakes up. <laughs> <coughs> oh, hi, Maria. Um, after you're putting out the fire. Yeah. Um... As she puts out the fire uh, and sees that uh, Reverie is awake, uh, Maria's just going to put her finger to her lips to, like, indicate just to be quiet. Uh, yeah, she, she is quiet. She looks around. Uh... Uh, Lady Reverie, you would, like, look over and see that there is, uh, an antler like, just kind of laying in a pile of blood in the distance. Well, I don't remember if that was there before, but that seems bad. She doesn't say that, she thinks that. Okay. <laughs> and she she will get her shield on her arm and will stand up. Yeah, and then, like, a little bit behind the cart, you'll hear another and then just half of the elk's corpse just falls from the sky and whoosh, right next God. to the card. Hey, yeah, lot. Winfrey McNeil here, not thanking you for watching the 13th episode of Rollbound, which uh, premieres every Monday on YouTube and Spotify, by the way. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter with that bluebird what squawks and whatnot at RollboundPC for more updates, tabletop RPG content, and most of all memes, which really are just jokes that are told from mouth to mouth. Don't know why they just call them jokes. Ah. Either way, Rollbound's content book, Chas's Guide to Kilmera, is also in the works and set to debut in late 2020 to early 2023. Updates also on that on Twitter. Next time you're joining us at the table, party is going to be taking on whatever lurks by their camp in the night and set off to continue their trek into license. However, we find something very grim and probably very dangerous. Oh, it's going to be a lot of death and destruction, methinks.